Hi, this is Ahmad. And this is Kaylin. And uh, welcome to our AK podcast. Um, our first segment of our podcast is going to be the um, different views of a football player and the different views of someone in the marching band at a football game and just what we experience and what they experience. Uh, during our podcast, we'll be talking about what we both felt and how different our feelings were when we lost against Monroe during the playoffs this past season. So, Ahmad, how does the marching band make a difference during a football game? What do you feel from the marching band? Um, well, I think it makes a huge difference just because, you know, when you're out there playing and you're focused, and especially when you're at home, like it's a home game Friday night, your team's playing well, and the marching band, <clears throat> sorry, the marching band, uh, they start playing their songs and they bring a lot of noise and energy to the game. And I know even like an opposing team, like when you travel to their place and the marching band is playing, it's kind of hard to hear the play calls and hear each other, like when you're trying to talk to your teammates and stuff. So. Um, a lot of people don't really know, but the marching band really gives like a huge advantage as far as energy and you know, kind of creating that home field advantage that you really need to help like separate yourself from that game. Um, from being in the marching band and sitting in the stands, you have like a totally different sp- perspective on it. But what goes through your head when you are uh, when we are so close to winning and like the, we either win or lose depending on what comes out on the last play? Well, usually I'm on the edges, just like I'm standing up and I'm on the edge and I'm jumping and screaming and whoever's running the ball, I'm screaming their name. And if they drop it, I'm like, oh, come on. And I'm really yelling a whole lot and I'm really focused on the game. So I really can know, like, I can usually tell what's going to happen and I get so anxious and my friend next to me would always be like, why are you so into this? What's going on? And I'm like, because I care about it. I want to continue. This is my last year. And that's really what goes through my head. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> it made sense. Yeah, um, I feel the same way. Uh, normally what goes through my head is just, it's kind of just excitement just because, like, being a football player uh, growing up, you always dream about, you know, scoring a last-second touchdown or, you know, winning the play on the last game. Like, in all reality, you never want it to come down to that because it's just stressful. But in my head, I'm just kind of like, man, these are, like, the moments that really make football the best. And these are, like, the reason why you play the game from a little kid, you work so hard. Just so in the last moments of the game when you need a big play, your team can rely on you or you can rely on a teammate and that trust comes in and you guys win the win the game off a of last play. So it's it's really a great moment, but it's a terrible moment to be into. So um well we hope you guys are enjoying our podcast so far. Um we'll be back with a lot more questions and information, but as far as right now we're gonna take a break. So thank you for tuning in. Okay, we're back. So, Ahmad, what is the energy of the crowd while you're playing the game? Um, honestly, the energy from the crowd is it's amazing. It's, it's one of the best feelings ever, and it's honestly one of the best parts about football. Um, when you're warming up with your teammates and you see the, the stands getting packed and you hear the music playing and you got the marching band playing, and, um, you know, you go back in and you do, your, um, you do your routine, coaches talk, and then you come back out and, you know, it's kind of dark outside and the stands are packed and um, marching band's playing and you got your pregame music. And as soon as you run out of that banner and hear the crowd roar and hear everyone get excited for you, it's honestly one of the, it's honestly one of the best feelings in football, if I had to say myself, just because it's just all those people are there to support you and see all the hard work you put in and all the time and hours you put in. So it really means a lot when you have a lot of people come support you and see how hard you've been working. And, and, Definitely when you have like a community like Dawsonville, when the whole entire community loves to come and get behind you and be supportive just because they're so um, deep-rooted in the community. But how, what's the feeling 
when you're performing at halftime and you see the crowds and the lights and you're on the field? So it's actually pretty amazing, especially when you look away for a minute from the drum major and you realize there's actually so many people than usual sitting there in the stands. Because normally people talk about how during halftime, that's the time everyone gets up from the stands and goes to get food and everything before the team comes back out. But at home games especially, it's really surprising because the whole student section for the most part stays and watches and supports us. And I remember at East Hall this year, someone actually like shouted at me after we left the field and said we did really good. And so that was a really good feeling. And then I think my favorite part is when at the end of the show, we play the last note and the drum majors cut us off. So we stopped playing and the notes still ringing in the air and the crowd is waiting until they can applaud because they know the show just ended and they need to give it a minute. But then once they start applauding, it's absolutely amazing. They show so much support for us and it's, it's just wonderful. It's, it's my favorite part about marching band probably. Um, as a whole, like yourself and your team or your band, how do you guys prepare for a Friday night knowing that you have to go out and perform? So how's that like preparation from even like maybe during the week till Friday night before you actually take the field and you guys perform? So during the week, we practice our show as many times as we can, getting on the field to the off the field, which means basically marching onto the field and then the last note we play until we play the fight song and march off the field before the team comes back out to play. And so that's during the week. And usually Friday, we have maybe a short practice if we can, depending on if it's a home or away game. Like if the team leaves early for an away game, we'll be able to practice on the football field before. And then if it's a home game, we'll practice while they're at dinner, before we go to dinner. And then after that, our band director kind of gives us a little pep talk. But then after dinner on Friday night, um, my section, we play, our, we're the mellophone section, we kind of force our section leader into a group hug because he hates hugs completely. So we all kind of like group around him and he never knows when we're going to do it because we do it at different times. And then this is kind of after the game, but after the game, or during the game, I mean, um, before we perform, we warm up about eight minutes left in the second quarter. We start to go warm up and while we're out there, he gives us another pep talk and then we sit on the sidelines and wait for the game to finish and then if it's a home game we'll watch the visiting band perform first and that's kind of amazing to watch and then we'll set up and perform after another little pep talk and I guess like after the game is another part where he gives us a little bit of encouragement if like we messed up that night because we've had people fall before performances or fall during performances so he'll kind of talk to us about what happened during that and then if it's somebody's birthday or just a special day in general we'll have another group a huge group hug and it's just amazing that's awesome so how do you prepare <coughs> for friday night um well honestly preparing for friday night usually starts saturday after the game um, Saturday, I usually like to stay in bed and rest and, you know, ice and, you know, because I'll be really sore. And then Sunday, I like to, you know, get up and watch a lot of game film from the games. I'll probably call, you know, Sunday, I'd usually call Maxwell. I'd call Coach LeBlanc and just ask him about what they saw from the game that they thought that I could do better, how I could be better for the team. And then Monday, you come to practice. Um, we have weightlifting in the morning and then we come to practice and we'd probably have some new type of install 
which, you know, learning offense and defense was pretty tough. So before first before like the first half of practice, I would go down with the defense and um learn the install and learn the other team's offense and their schemes and what they ran and then I would come down with the offense and Coach LeBlanc and I and Vaughn and the other running backs and some of the receivers, we would put in some new run plays with the offensive line and we would talk about schemes and what we thought would work for this team and how, what wouldn't work for this team and you know where, where we thought our bread and butter would be for this Friday night. And um, honestly, on Friday nights, probably the routine usually started Thursday nights. Um, I like I like to I like to go and watch the JV team play just because it kind of gets my mind in like the football mindset and kind of gets me around the atmosphere, kind of gets me a little more ready for Friday night. After I'd leave the football games, the JV football games, I would go to the I go to Food Line, buy Pedialyte to make sure I'm hydrated because hydration is always like the best key. Uh, Thursday or Friday, you know, go to school, do that, do the whole school thing, and then as soon as 2:45 would be over with, I'd run to the locker room and, you know, find my place in the weight room to take a nap before we had to go out on the field and you know run over plays and stuff. And then we'd have pregame meal, so we'd eat the pregame meal. And right after the pregame meal, I'd usually like to take a nap because pregame meal is usually at 4:30, so I'd like to take a nap to about five o'clock, 5:15, wake up and you know, get taped and start listening to my music and getting my mind right and getting me ready for the game. And then once we get taped, Maxwell comes and talks to us, we do our thing, and then sooner or later, we'll be ready to take the field. So Ahmad, is there anything you have to do before every game that just kind of keeps you going throughout the game? Um, my, my I would say um, superstitious routines or just routines or, you know, things that I really like to do before the game is, as soon as I get taped, um, I would like to go in my, I'd go and sit in my locker, put my headphones on, and kind of just think about, you know, all the hard work I put in and everything it took to get to this point. Then I would write all the important people in my family and in my life and the loved ones that are watching me play from heaven. I'd write them on my, um, my wrist tape and on the bottom of my cleats just so I know that they'd always be with me and I know that the ones that are in heaven are watching down and I hope I'm making them proud right now and then, you know, Kind of the reason why I go so hard and play so hard is for my family and just to help them, you know, get a better life. And then another pregame routine that I really had is I, before we went out, I would listen to all my rap music and, you know, get all excited. And then, like, the last song I listened to before we take the field, I would listen to um, any Adele song just to get my mood kind of relaxed and get me kind of happy and back where I really wanted to be. But before um, your marching band took the field or before you guys got ready to sit in the stands and play, did you have any special pregame routines or anything that you kept with you to just help you feel like you're ready to perform? So before the game, um, there's really not much we do other than the pep talks and the mellophone group hug, like I mentioned before. But on my bell, I actually have a green heart that represents one of our members that passed away before my sophomore year. He and I were really close. And just having that on my bell ever since has made me, like, not perform better, but feel more comfortable performing, if that makes sense. And then, of course, before every game, or any performance, really, we have to make sure our um, instruments are oiled and greased and working right, and all the valves are screwed in correctly, because if they're not, no sound will come out at all. It's really frustrating. And that's really all we really do. Um, yeah, I think. And then in the stands, we all uh, paying attention to the game. We have to jump around and stuff and 
make sure we know what's going on. And that's not really preparing, but I mean, it, it is, because we have the energy that we need to perform, but we also have to keep the energy up for the game at the same time. So we have to make sure we sleep the night before or whatever, and yeah. yeah. So is there anything you realized that the marching band does that you didn't think they did before we talked about this? Um, yeah, honestly, from the, um, like, honestly, how much hard work actually goes into a marching band. Like you said, cleaning the oils and you have to oil or clean the instruments and oiling the instruments and screwing everything on and make sure they work. And, you know, football and the marching band kind of practice, you know, in similar proximity. So just seeing how hard they actually work and, you know, knowing that they just don't show up and just play their instruments like a lot of people do. That actually, like, a hard work actually goes into field placement and, the routine and the instruments and just making sure they're ready for Friday night. It's actually just as much as, or maybe more than a football game, just because, you know, they have their instruments and there's a lot of pressure and they'll be loud and, you know. So that's probably one thing that I, doing this, that I realized more than ever is just actually how much work actually goes into marching band. And then I guess I never really realized how much the marching band really affected the football team and how they actually like hurt us playing sometimes and then um how they they don't just as somebody in band would tell me all the time they're not just barbarians which I never thought that but maybe he can realize that too now they actually do work hard for this and this is basically their life most of them have been doing this since they were probably what six years old yeah I started playing when I was six yeah so they've been doing this for a really long time and it's it's what they love, and it kind of shows. It's like us, marching band, we love it, we do it. And then the football team loves what they do. Even if they're the ones that are third string, they love doing it, so they're out there. Um, this year at Dawson County, um, me being one of the players, and you being one of the marching band, and the marching band members, we had a really great season, actually an historic season for Dawson County, but unfortunately, um, it had to come to a run in the Sweet 16 playoffs by um, with the loss to Monroe area. But knowing that that was going to be your last time, like high school marching band, being in the marching band, like how did that feel? Or what type of feeling did you get once you know that? Once the feeling kind of set in that, wow, maybe this might be the last time I'll be in marching band and together with all my friends. So going into it, our band director always kind of researches the team and talks with the coaches on the football team about the team that we're going against that night and or that Friday night, whatever and like lets us know hey we can easily win this or hey we might not win this so we kind of knew we were probably going to lose against Monroe but we still had that hope especially as seniors we were hoping it wouldn't be our last game and then we were sitting there in the cold and watching the football team and I was screaming at Ryan and Ahmad and Vaughn and everyone out there and just the feeling at the end when we realized hey we're not going to win this it was honestly kind of devastating, not because the team wasn't winning, but because we realized this was our last time. And it was their last time too for most of the, for all of the seniors, of course. And at the end, when the buzzer went off, I remember the entire band basically broke down. Seniors, the eighth graders broke down because they had gotten close to us that year and they were gonna miss us because we wouldn't be back and it was their first year and they really did enjoy having us there. We were, they looked up to us really. And it's just the fact that 
you know, we would never be together at a football game again. The seniors would have to basically pay for their ticket the next time they come. It, it's just honestly heartbreaking. But we had a fun year, so that's all that matters. I'm really glad that we made it to the Sweet 16 and had those few extra games. What about you, Ahmad? What did you feel? Um, Kind of I, I just a bunch of all different type of emotions. Um, I didn't really realize, like, the feeling that we had really just lost and I had played my last high school game ever was um, it was the last play of the game, and Coach LeBlanc called a run play. And before the run play, once we got the signal in, Vaughn looked at me and he said, he said, I appreciate you for coming to school here and being being one of my best friends. He said, this is your last high school run ever, man. Make the most of it. He said, you've been carrying us all year. We're proud of you. And, like, during that moment, like, before, like, Vaughn said hut and I got the balls like man like it's really been a long ride and and now it's like officially like officially over and there's really nothing I can do about it so once once the clock hit uh all zeros I was just like you know I was kind of happy but I was just more filled with just sadness sadness that you know I had grown so close to all these boys on this football team I had grown so close to the coaches and you know I really enjoyed putting on that um Dawson County jersey every Friday night and just the fact that I would never be able to put that Dawson County jersey on ever again and play another football game. It was the main thing that really hurt me because, you know, eventually, um, Lord willing, I'll, I'm going to continue on to college and I'm going to play college football. But there's nothing like being in a small town on a Friday night, playing football with your best friends. So more than likely, that was just, that was the main thing I was upset about, just kind of upset that I couldn't get the feeling back and that it was just high school football for me was over, something I've been doing since I was, you know, five or six years old, working out, playing, but, you know, all great things come to end eventually, but we had a great run, we had a great season. Um, I've got lifelong friends that I can call family now forever, so, you know, it, it, was, it was a surreal moment. It was a happy but sad moment all at the same time.